what's going on everybody this is Derek from quick market updates we are here about 30 minutes after the close today on July 1st 2021 and we are definitely heading into the second half of the year with some good signs of strength uh, certainly for today anyways after what was a pretty choppy start to begin the day uh, all three indexes, the S&P, the Dow, and the NASDAQ, did all end the day uh, higher. Of course, the S&P has, uh, with today's gains, reached a sixth straight day of a new record high, which you love to see it, but it definitely makes you wonder, at one point, are we going to sort of come back down and have a little bit of a correction? Uh, there are certainly a few things that could play into that. But uh, it's all speculative at this point. Uh, in the meantime, though, definitely just looking to ride this momentum and hopefully confirm what we've been hearing, that investors are feeling pretty good, pretty bullish about the summer months. Uh, so we'll definitely be continuing to see what the uh, S&P and the other indexes do heading into the summer. Uh, so the S&P finished at about 0.55% higher. The Dow was up 0.41%. Uh, the Q, a slightly less impressive gain, finishing at about 0.04% uh, on the day. Um, another uh, sort of interesting point that we've actually been looking into a little bit is that the consumer price index was or is up 3.5% between January of 2021 and May which is a pretty substantial increase over a period of just a few months. However, it's interesting that when you take out the food and energy sectors from that equation, it's only a 2.4% increase, which isn't too surprising. Uh, we looked the other day uh, at the 11 sectors of the S&P, and energy was by far the, most, uh, the highest performing year to date. So no surprise there that uh, energy is largely contributing to, uh, you know, um, higher prices for consumers. And of course, if there's higher prices for consumers, then naturally there's going to be uh, potentially a little bit more profit for the sector that these consumers are paying the higher prices to. So we'll see uh, over the next few months what the CPI continues to do, which way it continues to move. Uh, my prediction is that we are going to, unfortunately, uh, see, you know, some uh, increased prices uh, being a consumer. Uh, to what sectors, though, remains to be seen. However, with uh, crude oil creeping up and uh, this, you know, sort of green revolution on everyone's mind, specifically the government, it wouldn't be too surprising to see gas prices continue to stay high. Uh, but we'll definitely be looking to see what the uh, other sectors are going to do as well. Uh, another interesting thing, uh, sort of rabbit hole that we were going down is, you know, we talked about uh, the um, uh, monthly jobs report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics that the investors are waiting for that comes out tomorrow. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how investors process this because uh, upon further investigation, there are 
potentially going to be uh, some, uh, you know, pretty, pretty big uh, unemployment numbers. Certainly nothing like, you know, right after the pandemic era sort of started. But uh, employees are actually, uh, you know, over the past year or so, are really considering where they're working and why they're working where they're working. And a lot of these same employees are making decisions that they don't want to go back to the jobs they were previously at. Uh, they would rather switch fields. And when you're switching fields, you're between jobs. So you are technically unemployed, right? However, uh, that means that they will be retraining themselves, building new skills, making themselves more valuable, which in the long run, of course, that is a great thing. Um, but, you know, in the short term, it might make it look like there's a little bit more uh, unemployment, uh, which, you know, investors could see as a bad sign because people aren't, you know, going back to work, stimulating the economy. But at the same time, if it's, uh, you know, a productive sort of unemployment, it's not just being unemployed to, you know, collect benefits and not really look for a job, uh, then, you know, um, if investors can see that, then we should be okay. There shouldn't be too many dramatic price increases uh, or, excuse me, price decreases because investors aren't having a good outlook in the months to come. Another thing is that uh, employees, uh, especially high-producing employees, are actually holding out because they want to be able to negotiate and secure better benefits than what they had in their previous jobs, right? So, of course, uh, they would be asking for more pay, uh, which, as we saw from the other day, the private payroll has increased, which uh, that's a good sign. So hopefully these employees can get paid. Uh, but also, uh, you know, the work environment, a lot of employees are really starting to realize that they enjoy working remote. Uh, and they also feel more productive working remote. So, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what companies do to uh, sort of support and enable that remote working environment. Um, it's likely that the majority of companies are going to move to a more hybrid working model. So, you know, maybe two or three days a week you come into the office as opposed to five days a week. Uh, but of course, there are some employee, uh, employees, especially in the tech sector, for example, that can be completely remote and that are going to continue to uh, ask and, well, demand that their jobs be remote um, because they just enjoy the freedom. They enjoy the increased productivity. So we'll see what happens there uh, on the employment front. Like we said, investors will be watching the um, the uh, jobs report tomorrow. So we'll also be taking a look there to see what kind of movement we have. Uh, personally, I'm not uh, predicting there will be any substantial changes. You know, we might see a 1% move one way or the other uh, on the major indexes. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't... Um, put any any sort of heavy weight on uh, the report tomorrow. And I think investors also will be able to see a little more long term as well. So, you know, we won't um, won't have any huge uh, movements tomorrow. But in terms of that intraday trading, there will potentially be some opportunities tomorrow. So we'll need to take a look at the market open 
see what kind of gaps we got going on and develop our market bias to hopefully get a better idea of what investors are going to be doing in the coming days. Um, speaking of investors, despite uh, what appears to be a pretty quick recovery uh, over the past few months for the economy, uh, what with, uh, of course, vaccines rolling out, uh, unemployment starting to trend down a little bit, payroll starting to go up, uh, uh, supply chains starting to work again, which is causing materials, uh, material prices and supply to normalize a little bit more. Uh, hopefully, you know, we will see a little bit more normalization. Uh, but investors don't seem too worried about the Fed moving uh, their uh, plans to raise interest rates up anytime soon. They are still, as of now, standing by the uh, statement that they won't uh, start substantially raising interest rates until 2023, even though there are some folks who think that uh, we could potentially see a rise in rates as early as uh, 2022. But, uh, you know, of course, if Jerome Powell just comes out one day and says something that investors don't like, that could definitely move markets one way or the other because investors seem to put a bunch of stock in what Jerome Powell himself says. So we'll um, wait and see what happens over the next few days and weeks there as we head into quarter three and the summer uh, in world of crypto. Uh, right now, Bitcoin is still sitting at about 33400 there was a little bit of a dip today around uh, to 32,700, uh, but we've come back up pretty quick over the past uh, few hours here. So nothing to worry about there so long as we don't fall below that, uh, you know, 32,000 uh, support line. Uh, it would have been nice to see a little more of a recovery from the, you know, dip we had overnight last night that took us uh, all the way down to 33,000 at its, uh, you know, its climax. Um, but, uh, you know, as long as we, again, don't go below 32,000 and we still bounce around in here, uh, it's not looking too bad considering the recent volatility, but we definitely do still want to see that break above 40,000 uh, before we can really start to say that there's uh, some huge movement and momentum in the world of crypto. So we'll be keeping our eyes on the markets. And, and of course, we will be watching the, um, the uh, pre-market gaps tomorrow to see how investors are feeling about the day. Uh, but in the meantime, until then, have a wonderful rest of your night, and we will see you tomorrow at the open.